Good morning. This is morning prayer for Monday, the 27th of July, 2020. Today we commemorate William Reed Huntington. Our readings are Psalms 56 and 57, with 58 as optional, Joshua 24, 16 through 33, Romans 16, 1 through 16, and the Gospel of Matthew 27, 24 through 31. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, Let us kneel in silence, and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God, you are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice, The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Psalm 56 Be gracious to me, O God, for people trample on me. All day long foes oppress me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many fight against me. O Most High, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I am not afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they seek to injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps. As they hope to have my life, so repay them for their crime. In wrath cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your record? 
Then my enemies will retreat in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? My vows to you I must perform, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death and my feet from falling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. so that I may walk before God in the light of life. Psalm 57 Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge, until the destroying storms pass by. I cry to God Most High, to God who fulfills their purpose for me. God will send from heaven and save me. God will put to shame those who trample on me. God will send forth God's steadfast love and God's faithfulness. I lie down among lions that greedily devour human prey. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre, I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O God, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Psalm 58. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge people fairly? No. In your hearts you devise wrongs. Your hands deal out violence on earth. The wicked go astray from the womb. They err from their birth, speaking lies. They have venom like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear so that it does not hear the voice of the voice of charmers or of the cunning enchanter. O oh God, break the teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of the young lions, O oh God. Let them vanish like water that runs away. Like grass, let them be trodden down and wither. Let them be like the snail that dissolves into slime, like the untimely birth that never sees the sun. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of thorns, whether green or ablaze, may God sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when they see vengeance done. They will bathe their feet in the blood of the wicked. People will say, surely there is a reward for the righteous. 
Surely there is a God who judges on earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Joshua, chapter 24, verses 16 through 33. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake God to serve other gods, for it is the sovereign our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery and who did those great signs in our sight. God protected us along all the way that we went and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And God drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve God, for this is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve God, for God is a holy God. God is a jealous God. God will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake God and serve foreign gods, then God will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve God. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen God to serve God. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your hearts to God, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The sovereign, our God, we will serve, and they we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Sechem. Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak in the sanctuary of God. Joshua said to all the people, See, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of God that God spoke to us. Therefore it shall be a witness against you, if you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away to their inheritances. After these things, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of God, died, being 110 years old. They buried him in his own inheritance at timnath Sarah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. Israel served God all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua and had known all the work that God did for Israel. The bones of Joseph, which the Israelites had brought up from Egypt, were buried at Sechem, in the portion of ground that Jacob had bought from the children of Hamor, the father of Sechem, for one hundred pieces of money. It became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph. Eleazar, son of Aaron, died, and they buried him at Gebeah, the town of his son Phinehas, which had been given him in the hill country of Ephraim. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 11, the third song of Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of God has dawned upon you. For behold, Darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples, but over you God will rise, and God's glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and rulers to the brightness of your dawning. 
Your gates will always be open. By day or night, they will never be shut. They will call you the city of God, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night, you will not need the brightness of the moon. God will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Romans, chapter 16, verses 1 through 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon of the church of Sincheri, that you may welcome her in God as is fitting for the saints, and help her in whatever she may require from you, for she has been a benefactor of many and of myself as well. Greet Prisca and Aquila, who work with me in Christ Jesus, and who risk their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved Epinetus, who was the first convert in Asia for Christ. Greet Mary, who has worked very hard among you. Greet Andronicus and Hunia, my relatives who were in prison with me. They are prominent among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my beloved Stachys. Greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Greet my relative Herodian. Greet those in God who belong to the family of Narcissus. Greet those workers in God, Tryphania and Tryphosa. Greet the beloved Persis, who has worked hard in God. Greet Rufus, chosen in God, and greet his mother, a mother to me also. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who are with them. Greet Philogius, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle Q, a song of Christ's goodness. Jesus, as a mother, you gather your people to you. You are gentle with us as a mother with her children. Often you weep over our sins and our pride. Tenderly you draw us from hatred and judgment. You comfort us in sorrow and bind up our wounds. In sickness you nurse us, and with pure milk you feed us. Jesus, by your dying we are born to new life. By your anguish and labor we come forth in joy. Despair turns to hope through your sweet goodness. Through your gentleness we find comfort in fear. Your warmth gives light to life excuse me. Your warmth gives life to the dead. Your touch makes sinners righteous. Jesus, in your mercy heal us, in your love and tenderness remake us, in your compassion bring grace and forgiveness. For the beauty of heaven may your love prepare us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God as it was in the beginning, 
is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 27, verses 24 through 31. So when Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people as a whole answered, His blood be on us and on our children. So he released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God, be, hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we lose not the things eternal. 
Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Heavenly Creator, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Gracious Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. I do have a few thoughts on the readings. Um, Upward movement seems to be the theme to me today. Um, Lifting up, waking up, rising up. In Psalm 57, verse 6, it says, My soul was bowed down. And we remember as we read yesterday or the day before, sorry, my days run together, um, about the gates and the the multi-layered visual and metaphor there lifting up their heads to open to God it is the time now our souls were bowed down our eyes were closed but now is the time to lift up open to God and God alone receive God's blessing and love and in Joshua verse 23 incline your hearts to God Joshua made a covenant and set up a stone to mark it. So also should we vow to leave behind old idols and follow God. Mark this, if you will, today. Mark the day as the day that we vow to follow God to turn away from the American idols of money and power and false beauty and turn to holiness, justice, grace, mercy, and all of these embodied together in love. I found it interesting that all of those laid to rest in our reading from Joshua were in the hill country. So also were the inheritances, the land inherited in the hill country. These mountaintops, I think, can be thin places where it seems like it's easier to tune your spiritual 
radar to pick up on God. Thresholds are thin places too. And we are individually and communally on multiple thresholds. May we tune ourselves to hear God. May we fall into the rhythm of our own souls and may our hearts beat as one with God's. Amen. The Israelites here have crossed the threshold to God. Crossing thresholds is scary. Entering into the unknown is both exhilarating and also frightening. And so we can pray as the psalmist in Psalm 57 prays. In you, God, my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings, I take refuge. Until the destroying storms pass by, I cry to God most high, to God who fulfills their purpose for us. God will send from heaven and save us. God will send from heaven and save us. We are so precious to God that God will send God's very army of angels from heaven to save us. God will send forth God's steadfast love and faithfulness. So we lie down among lions and are unscathed. We exalt God above the heavens. God's glory is over all the earth. The pit that the evil ones dug for us, they fall into themselves. Our hearts are steadfast. Our hearts are steadfast. We will sing and make melody. And in this melody, awaken our souls. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. We will awake the dawn. We will sing the dawn into being and the sun will rise and come over this nation and all of its people and the light will fill the land. Praise God. Praise God. As I mentioned, the threshold time can be a scary time. We have companions with us. We have the saints who have gone before and we have what I call the found family. Those people that God places in our paths for a season or a lifetime that are the nurturing family that we need on our journey. This is not necessarily our family of origin, although sometimes it is. And Paul lists out in his greeting to the Romans, all of these beloved say hi to this person for me. And you can feel the love leap off the page. I believe that Paul is listing out his found family. So God, give your greetings of love to our found families. To the ones that have been and the ones that are and the ones that will be. We are grateful for all of them. May St. Bridget and all the saints join us in this threshold time and support us and lift us up. Let us lift each other up.
and encourage each other toward consolation, toward good and love and light and life. Our gospel reading can be discouraging. In verse 24, Pilate sees that he could do nothing and washes his hands. That is not our role, beloveds. We aren't bystanders in this time. There is for each of us something that we can do. It's not the same thing for all of us. One of my dear friends would love to protest, but due to his immunocompromised system, he cannot. And so he gathers the news of uprising and sends it out in encouraging emails. He reads all the papers cover to cover, and he tells us all about them in our Zoom social hour. He inspires We all have something. We don't get to wash our hands. If we stand by and let evil perpetuate, there will be blood on our hands and hurt in our hearts. Damage done by omission to others and to ourselves. And that will be far worse than the fear and the pain of crossing the threshold, joining hands with God, and moving in the direction of the Holy Trinity for love, justice, peace, and truth. So rise up, awake, lift each other up, take holy action prayerfully request the guidance of God to know and discern what that action is and trust that God will tell you. Trust that your immortal soul is safe with God and so have courage. Awake, awake, awake. Bring the dawn in with praise. Amen. I was going to close on that note, but um, I'm going to read to you from Holy Women, Holy Men about William Reed Huntington, who we remember today. First Presbyter of the Church was the well-deserved, if unofficial, title of the Sixth Rector of Grace Church, New York City. Huntington provided a leadership characterized by breadth, generosity, scholarship, and boldness. He was the acknowledged leader in the House of Deputies of the Episcopal Church's General Convention during a period of intense stress and conflict within the Church. 
His reconciling spirit helped preserve the unity of the Episcopal Church in the painful days after the beginning of the schism, led by the assistant bishop of Kentucky, which resulted in the formation of the Reformed Episcopal Church. In the House of Deputies, of which he was a member from 1871 until 1907, Huntington showed active and pioneering vision in making daring proposals. As early as 1871, his motion to revive the primitive order of deaconesses began a long struggle which culminated in 1889 in canonical authorization for that order. Huntington's parish immediately provided facilities for this new ministry, and Huntington House became a training center for deaconesses and other women workers in the church. Christian unity was Huntington's great passion throughout his ministry. In his book, The Church Idea, 1870, he attempted to articulate the essentials of Christian unity. The grounds he proposed as a basis for unity were presented to and accepted by the House of Bishops in Chicago in 1886, and with some slight modification were adopted by the Lambeth Conference in, Lambeth Conference in 1888. The Chicago-Lambeth Quadrilateral has become a historic landmark for the Anglican Communion. It is included on pages 876 through 878 of the Book of Common Prayer, among the historical documents of the Church. In addition to his roles as an ecumenist and statesman, Huntington is significant as a liturgical scholar. It was his bold proposal to revise the prayer book that led to the revision of 1892, providing a hitherto unknown flexibility and significant enrichment. His Collect for Monday and Holy Week, now used also for Fridays at morning prayer, is itself an example of skillful revision. In it, he takes two striking clauses from the Exhortation to the Sick in the 1662 prayer book and uses them as part of a prayer for grace to follow God and God's sufferings. Here is the Collect from William Reed Huntington. O oh God, we thank you for instilling in the heart of your servant, William Reed Huntington, a fervent love for your church and its mission in the world. And we pray that, with unflagging faith in your promises, we may make known to all people your blessed gift of eternal life, through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. If you don't have a copy of the Book of Common Prayer, you can find one for free online. Just do a search for Book of Common Prayer PDF. And I highly recommend going and reading the Chicago Lambeth Quadrilateral. You know, here we, in 1888, Huntington saw the need for unity between the greater church, the churches, the de denominations, and the worthiness of all people as members of the church. And so I pray now for that unity that we may come together and rise up for justice and freedom for all. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. 
Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. May we go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.